On this 30th day of May, at Martyr Shrine in Tay, Ontario, the National Shrine to the Canadian Martyrs, we celebrate with you Trinity Sunday. Our presider today is Father Patrick Coldricks. Once again, a warm, hearty welcome to each and every one of you witnessing this Holy Eucharistic celebration on the occasion of the Most Holy Trinity Sunday. The Mass intentions for this Mass are for the soul of May Mina Pereira and for the souls of Valeria and Stephen Farmers. We also pray for the health of Alphonse and Colin de Costa and for the intentions of the members of the Martyr Shrine Association and all our benefactors, visitors, and all those who think of us. And we also offer this Mass, and we ask in the name of Jesus to end the Burma coup, coup d'etat, and rescue the imprisoned uh, people, persecuted people in Burma or Myanmar. And last of all, we also ask for God's mercy to end the COVID-19 pandemic. A small announcement also before we begin this Mass to remind you that on the 11th of June, it is a Friday, we invite you to join us and celebrate the Feast of the Sacred Heart. It is a one-hour prayer with the Jesuits, a heart-to-heart -heart chat with uh, Jesus, at any time you choose on that day. And more details will be posted on our website and in our social and on our social media. And so we begin this Holy Eucharist in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The entrance antiphon, blessed be God the Father and the only begotten Son of God, and also the Holy Spirit, for he has shown us his merciful love. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all and also with you. And so in order to prepare ourselves to celebrate this Holy Eucharist, let's now pause a moment and ask our Heavenly Father to pardon us and to strengthen us. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. And you're seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory.
Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us, you take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer, you are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us, for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, who by sending into the world the word of truth and the spirit of sanctification, made known to the human race your wondrous mystery, grant us, we pray, that in professing the true faith, we may acknowledge the trinity of eternal glory and adore your unity, powerful in majesty. And we ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. We shall now sit down to listen to the first reading from the book of Deuteronomy. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people saying, Ask now about former ages, long before your own, ever since the day that God created man on the earth, ask from one end of heaven to the other. Has anything so great as this ever happened, or has it like ever been heard of? Has any people ever heard the voice of a God speaking out of a fire as you have heard and lived? Or has any God ever attempted to go and take a nation for himself from the midst of another nation by trials, by signs and wonders, by war, by mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by terrifying displays of power, as the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your very eyes? So acknowledge today and take to heart that the Lord is God in heaven above and on the earth beneath there is no other. Keep his statutes and his commandments, which I am commanding you today for your own well-being and that of your descendants after you, so that you may long remain in the land that the Lord your God has given you for all time. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Responsible Psalm today is, Blessed the people the Lord has chosen as his heritage. Blessed the, the people, people the Lord has chosen as his heritage. The word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Blessed the, the people, people the Lord has chosen as his heritage. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all their hosts by the breath of his mouth. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. Blessed, Blessed the, the people the Lord has chosen as his heritage. Truly the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love, to deliver their souls from death and to keep them alive in famine. Blessed, Blessed the, the people, people the Lord has chosen as his heritage. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and shield. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Blessed, Blessed the, the people the Lord, Lord has chosen, chosen as his heritage. heritage. 
a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption to sonship. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with your spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If in fact we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Glory to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to God who is, who was, and who is to come. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory be to you, O Lord. The eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. At this point, I'm tempted to say, let's now relax and take a short nap while the homely, the boring homely goes on as to, it. you know, normally it happens. And I don't like long homelies. But basically, today's uh, reading is very, very interesting. Uh, you know, you know something about the Bible, you know, that holy book Bible, the Christians have it. So way back in the Exodus, uh, time and uh, following with Deuteronomy and readings and all that, uh, God had a tough time trying to rescue Israel from the Egyptian slavery. And uh, Israel was not much of a nation. They didn't have a God. They called him different names. He was an impersonal God. El Shaddai, Elohim, Yahweh, you name it, and nothing personal about it but a God who sort of saves. But they experienced that delivery from the Egyptian pharaoh, not only by the seven plagues, but witnessing their army being drowned in crossing the Red Sea. And the Israelites were really shaken up with all these mighty, wondrous deeds done by the good Lord who was in love with them. 
Moses chosen to lead the Israel out of the Egyptian slavery, and so on and on it goes. So here we see in the first reading, Moses tell him, look, you guys, we've been 40 years in the desert. What's the matter with you? Stop raving, ranting, and grumbling about no water, no food. Don't you trust in the Lord? Look, he's given you this manna, and yet you grumble. We are fed up of this food. Same taste, no salt, no spices, and all that. Uh, come on. Be a bit more kinder and all that. What are you grumbling about? And then some grumble, oh, why did you bring us out to die in the desert? Uh, we had nice food, you know, leeks and vegetables and uh, meat and all that. Moses said, God, how do I lead this hard-hearted people? They're crazy. They're dumb. I don't know what. They don't know what. They're forever grumbling, upset, and all that. And uh, so you know how it was with that. So it is not easy trying to tell people, okay, there's a God who wants to lead you out of slavery, give you your own freedom. You know, freedom is the most, most, most precious gift on earth. We are free. But some of us abuse it. We are free to kill to destroy, to harm, damage people, animals, environment, plastics. Okay, never mind. Won't go into that. So here Moses is trying to tell you, listen, don't you remember the great signs and wondrous works God did for you? What's the matter with you? Stop grumbling and let's move on to that promised land. And so the people said, some were said, okay, but some doubted, and so on and so forth. Just like in the time of King David, who ruled over them, and just in the same time of Jesus when he was with, with them. Many people followed Jesus not because uh, they were in love with him, not because he taught them such complicated stuff, that too heavy for them to bear, too heavy. Some of them left him. They said, oh, who's going to listen to this? Who can listen to this sort of a teaching? No. And he even asked Peter, he said, look, what about you? Do you, do you want to leave me and also go? And Peter, who, had, who was with Jesus from day one in his ministry, said, to whom else can we go? You have the words of eternal life. And so on and so forth. Jesus had a tough time teaching even the great Pharisees of Nicodemus. He talked about the Holy Spirit and Nicodemus said, how can we be born again? Go back into the mother's womb? Are you crazy? Jesus said, I'm talking about the Spirit. The words that I speak are life-giving Spirit. And that's what he told that Samaritan woman. We don't worship, worship here in Jerusalem and uh, Mount Jericho and things like that. God, we worship God in spirit because God is spirit. Not in locations. But churches and these places of worship are places to give us the calmness of our spirit. That's why we feel so comfortable and feel like the presence of God in places of worship. You see? But then, on the other hand, places of worship they become, there's a danger of them becoming empty rituals, you know. You have your breakfast, come to church, go to sleep during the homely, go back and continue what you were in the beginning. No difference. Uh, there's that crazy guy saying something on the altar. Ritualism. That's the danger with that. 
So we need a lot of homework to be done, a lot of internal prayer, a lot of talking. And the key to all this inner peace of mind, the greatest thing on earth is your peace of mind. If you lose your mind, it's worse than losing your physical sicknesses. The worst sickness you ever have is your mind going sick. And if you don't watch it, we tend to worry and invite a whole family of worrying thoughts that psychologically damage us in the long run of our lives. You know, we start with negative thinking, end up with a family of suicidal thoughts, and before you knew it, we are all in the loony bin. And remember, not all loonies are in the bin, hey? They're all over the place. I tell you, we at the shrine witness a lot of people that require healing and are healed in this very place. Yes. And of course, I'm a, I go to Waypoint and in that prison over there and uh, we, we have to have masses for them. High security, they'll, one, one minute they're smiling, the next moment they'll take out a pen or a glass piece and stab you. Unpredictable, they're all on medication. They have lost their freedom. They're enslaved by the mind's sickness. That is what Jesus came to liberate. He did not call us slaves. He called us children of God. And he said, God is my father. The worst thing that can ever create a riot is telling the people, I am the son of God. I am God incarnate and God Abba Father. Abba Father? How can you say that? God is at a distance. You can't touch him. You've got to be at a place. Oh, you, you're sinning. Yeah, yeah, you're a sinner. You can't go anywhere near God. God's love sent us Jesus to teach us to know God is our loving father. Abba, daddy darling. No more El Shaddai or El Shalom or Yahweh. Distant gods, we don't know what in the air. The creator God, okay. But now daddy darling is a new revelation to all of us. God, our heavenly father, who is not interested in our past sins. Oh, good Lord. I thought God would, could keep grudges and things like that. You know how it is with humans. They keep grudges. They allow the souls of the past to fester. And then they talk to God in mere rituals and allow that thing to fester. They become sick with the festerings of the spiritual wounds within us. If you know that Jesus is the greatest healer, yes, he is the greatest healer. He healed many thousands and millions of people. That's what his job, that's what he came for, to heal us from anything that could enslave us. Not a few Sundays back, we talked about him cleansing the temple in Jerusalem. A den of thieves. And then St. Paul says, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We need to clean the thoughts. Instead of making it a den of thieves of all negative, hurtful thoughts, clean them out like Jesus did with a whip and harbor only good positive, healthy thinking in a healthy mind, a healthy body, and a healthy soul. Because God needs healthy minds, bodies, and souls to work to help him in this great harvest. He needs workers who are healed, 
who are healthy to help him to bring about the kingdom of heaven on earth. Nobody knew about the Holy Spirit. The apostles, Peter, had a tough time trying to tell them about the Holy Spirit. People were talking about it. They didn't know what they were talking about. So Paul and Peter asked him, so which, did they ever hear about the being baptized in the Holy Spirit? And they said, what Holy Spirit? What are you talking about? They said, John taught us the baptism of water and the repentance, but Jesus talked to us and told us and baptized us with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit of freedom, of liberation. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. Free from anything that could enslave us and destroy our mindset, our clear thinking. So we need to be in continuous relationship with the greatest healer on earth. Don't bank on human beings because it's better to be in the hands of God rather than in the hands of human beings, whether it be in a hospital or a psychiatrist or any other person who wants to help. No, no, the all creations of God worship and revere only the creator, not his creation. Don't worship creation because that's all created for us. We are creations. Can't worship human beings. The greatest philosophers are human beings, but they are inspired by the spirit to wax eloquent and beautiful words that are impressive. They are great teachers too, but it is the spirit that teaches us. And wisdom only comes from the Holy Spirit. Try searching elsewhere for wisdom. You won't find it anywhere but in the Holy Spirit. That's only when you converse with God on a day-to-day -day basis, daily basis, and that's why the prayer says, give us his dear daily bread. Nourish us by our spiritual food. The teachings of Jesus, life-giving eternal words, are the spiritual foods of our life on a daily basis, not only on Sundays and feast days and holidays. Daily basis, daily food. Be nourished by the Holy Spirit. Of course, don't worry, it's a free world. You're free to leave it, you're free to take it. You're free to doubt it. It is your right. And then enlightenment only comes when we converse with the Holy Spirit on a day-to-day -day basis. And therefore, the Bible is the most misunderstood book of all the books. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. Kill them in the name of God. History tells us that. When Americans settled, the Indians were hung because they wouldn't convert. Yeah, it's a free country, free nation. Do what you want in the name of God. You can kill people in the name of God, thinking you're doing God a favor. The words of Jesus. So the truth is only when you turn to the master of truths, to the Holy Trinity, the Divine Trinity. Ignatius of Loyola contemplated on this trinity, the mystery of trinity. Many saints contemplated. They tried to figure out, what, what is this trinity? In India, where I come from, enculturation. Trinity, three gods, no, it's up to totally different concepts. So, it is our freedom to choose. Like Moses gave the freedom of his people to choose between life and death. 
God gives us this great freedom to choose to accept or not to accept the truth in life. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us all now stand to recite the creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us now all place all our prayers and petitions on this altar here today, asking our Lord to hear our prayers. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. For the people of God, striving to embody the love of the Trinity, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. For leaders of nations, working for peace in war-torn regions of the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. For families responding to the call to be a community of God's love, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. prayer. For our parish community, especially in our efforts to reflect God's love, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. prayer. We also pray for those who have offered this Mass intentions, especially for the soul of May Mina Pereira, for Valeria and Stephen Farmers, for the good health of Alphonse and Colin DeCoste, for the intentions of the Martyr Shrine Association, for the victims of Burma coup d'etat, and for God's mercy to end COVID-19 pandemic, to be safe, healthy, and strong. And we now pause a moment to pray for our own personal intentions in the silence of our hearts. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray, Abba Father, you inflame the hearts of your blessed martyrs with an admirable zeal for the salvation of souls. Grant us, we beseech you, as we place all our prayers and our petitions on this altar here and now today, so that the favors obtained through the intercessions may make manifest before all the power and the glory of your name. St. John the Brebeuf, pray for us. St. Isaac Jogues, pray for us. St. Gabriel Lallemont, pray for us. St. Noel Chabonel, pray for us. St. Antoine Daniel, pray for us. St. René Gopil, pray for us. St. Charles Garnier, pray for us. St. Jean de Lalande, Pray for us. St. Catherine Tekakwitha, pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of martyrs, pray for us. Holy Mary, queen of martyrs, pray for us.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer. Which earth is given and human hands are made, it will become for us our bread of life. Blessed be God forever. And blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer. Which earth is given in human hands and may it will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, my dear friends, that our sacrifice may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice from your hands, with the praise and glory of his name, for good and that of all his holy church. Amen. Let us pray. Sanctify by the invocation of your name. We pray, O Lord, our God, that this oblation of our service, and by it make, us, make of us an eternal offering to you. And we ask this to Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts, we lift them unto the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for with your only begotten Son and the Holy Spirit, you are one God, one Lord, not in the unity of a single person, but in a trinity of one substance. For what you have revealed to us of your glory, we believe equally of your Son and of the Holy Spirit, so that in the confessing of the true and eternal Godhead, you might be adored in what is proper to each person, their unity in substance and their equality in majesty. For this is praised by the angels and archangels, for the cherubim too and seraphim, who never cease to cry out each day as with one voice they all acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon us and upon these gifts, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so at the time that he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took the bread and giving you thanks, he broke it and gave it to all his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. And so in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving you thanks, he gave it to all his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
And so let us all proclaim this mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. And therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this bread of life and this chalice of salvation, giving you thanks that you have held each and every one of us here worthy to be in your presence and so minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of this body and blood of Christ, that we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, those who have gathered here during this Mass, we pray for the church that is spread throughout this whole world and to bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop and all the clergy. Especially remember your servant, May Mina Pereira, Valeria and Stephen Farmus, and all the deceased members of our families whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that they who are united with your son in a death, death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy to welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on all of us, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, with St. Joseph and the Apostles, the Canadian Martyrs, St. Ignatius, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. So it is through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, that all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. And so with the confidence given to us by Heavenly Father and the words our Savior gave us, we all now join in to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Do not bring us to the test, but deliver us from all that is evil. Amen. And so deliver us, Father, we pray from every evil and graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always freed from sin and safe from all distress as you await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, it is my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her the peace and unity in accordance to your will, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always, and also with you. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. And behold, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Happy and blessed are we who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter into my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Since you are the children of God, God has sent into your hearts the spirit of his son, the spirit who cries out, Abba, Father. Let us pray. May the receiving of this holy sacrament, O Lord our God, bring us health of body, mind, and soul as we confess your eternal holy trinity and undivided unity. Bow your heads and pray for God's blessings through the intercessions of the Canadian martyrs. And so to the prayers of God's holy martyrs, may the Lord bless you, guide you and protect you and your family and loved ones all the days of your life on your journeys to your destinations. May he grant you sound health of mind, body and soul, answer all your prayers and bestow on always the peace of his kingdom. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Forgot to mention that a small announcement that I said at the beginning of Mass that on the 11th of June, which is a Friday, we invite you at the shrine to join us and celebrate the Feast of the Sacred Heart. It is a one-hour prayer with the Jesuits, a heart-to-heart -heart chat with Jesus at any time you choose on that day, and look forward to more details which will be posted on our website and social media. God bless you. Have a wonderful celebration of life.